This is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer of Kramer Investment Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jim Kramer provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer. Welcome back to another episode of Kramer Financial Talk. My name is Jim Kramer. If you'd like to hear more information about our show today for callers in Wisconsin, our Lake Geneva office number is 262-729-4128. For callers in Illinois, our McHenry office number, 815-331-8096. Or feel free to reach out to us on our website, www.kramerinvestmentservices.com. It's spelled K-R-A-M-E-R. While on our website, you can view the past couple of our podcast shows by clicking on both the media library and radio tabs. Uh, but if you're a subscriber to Apple Podcasts and Spotify, you can view all of our past shows. Reach out to us if you want to schedule a face-to-face meeting, a Zoom call, or just a c- couple of questions you want to call our offices. Reach out to us. We're here to help. So our topic today is going to be about taxes or rather ways to reduce taxes on your required minimum distributions, which are withdrawals that you have to make if you are not doing so prior to that on your IRAs and qualified other retirement accounts, including 401ks. Taxes are in the spotlight today. Potentially rising taxes are going to be hitting a number of Americans down the road. So this is an important topic. But before we get into this, I want to introduce you to my Fabulous co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing? <laughs> I am doing great. Uh, swelligant. Uh, fantabulous. So very, very good. Had a great week. And I'm excited about the show. You've got quite a show lined up for us today. Uh, I know that uh, you're ready to dig into this topic. There's so much going on out there. Did you hear that uh, uh, it sounds like Twitter is actually going to sell to Elon Musk? You know, this morning I knew that was a that was front and center, but I I would I've been in meetings, Tony, so I didn't hear that. That is well, it's not official not yet. Official? But, but it, no, no, but it looks like it. They said it's likely, so I don't know what that means. We'll see. I guess. Well, he's right? going to then take it off the market. Sounds like as far as being a publicly traded stock. So, and I I'm pretty sure he's going to buy it for more than the current market value. So if anybody's owning, yes, he is. anybody's owning Twitter right now might be a good thing to do is to, yeah. to get in on it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. We're not offering specific, uh, advice uh, on investments that's right, Tony. because everybody's situation is different, but it is fascinating. It's something to look at, uh, because, uh, you know, the, you know, they're negotiating right now, seeing what he can come up with and finance, uh, as far as the stock price goes, uh, it, it's a lot. It's in the billions, like, uh, 43, $43 billion. And now it looks like it might be 46 or 47 that they end up at. So and you're, you, uh, that's a lot. That's a lot. And Tony, right now, as you just mentioned, we don't know enough information 
to to tell anybody that they should go out and buy a stock, much less this situation. Um, you know, there's a whole lot of of information or things that could change. So I hope somebody doesn't go out there and buy the the stock and then be disappointed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And and of course, it might affect a Tesla stock negatively. Um, they say, so I don't know, you know, different talking heads say different things, but it is interesting to look at the markets. I mean, we've already had so much volatility and last week Netflix had a a bump and dropped quite a bit. And now, you know, Elon Musk of Tesla fame is playing around with buying Twitter. So, uh, it's interesting. I mean, we're in a different world now. I mean, we're, we're just like billions of dollars, you know, when one person has amassed that much wealth and can finance the purchase of another, you know, top 10 company in the world. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. And I'm sure the (laughs) regulators are going to be looking at this purchase as well. Um, Oh, I'm sure they will. So, so uh, where do you want to begin with our topic today? Well, just kind of giving an overall, you know, lead up to this, as far as what do we do with our IRAs and 401ks? And there's a number of individuals that look at age 72 or what used to be 70 and a half is a, you know, they don't look at it fondly because they're not using their retirement money. They may have enough coming in from social security. They may have a pension or other types of income that's coming in and they're living comfortably. So now they're staring at their retirement accounts going, you know, that's going to really raise my taxes. I'm going to have to end up spending more to the government than what I want to. And so how do we plan for this? And and there's plenty of individuals at the same time who will be needing this money. They just want to know how do they best, you know, withdraw this money out and pay the least amount of taxes? Because as you and I have talked about before on our past podcasts, when you see your IRA and your 401k statement, sometimes you get a monthly, sometimes it's quarterly. You know, what you're seeing is not really necessarily all your money. A good portion of that can go to the government. The question is how much? And this is a big objective for a lot of people is how to minimize taxes in retirement. And the pandemic has changed a lot with this topic because the government has spent a lot of money. Uh, there's a big deficit right now with the federal government. Their revenues cannot even come close to keeping up with their spending. And we're actually at a higher, what we call debt to GDP ratio today than we ever have been throughout the entire history of this country. And that includes 1942, the height of World War II, where we saw a significant amount of debt solely because of the war effort and a lot of uh, employable individuals were off fighting a war. So this is a, a time period to think, okay, how do we best keep control of our situation and not have the government control us? So I'm going to talk about four different ways to do it. Three are front and center. The fourth one is only in a limited situation, Tony. Okay. So what's the first one? Okay. That is doing a, uh, with, if you have a 401k or a traditional IRA, I've been regularly uh, having individuals that are my clients roll a portion of their IRA money out into a Roth IRA. We do this systematically. And the objective is to withdraw out as much money out of those IRAs without it overly hurting them in the next couple of years with taxes uh, before 2026. Because that is the point in time when we're projecting uh, individuals' taxes even beyond, even 
beyond those that make well over 400000 a year to have higher taxes. So especially for middle America, I'm expecting taxes to go up, uh, depending upon your tax bracket, roughly 25%. And, wow. that, you know, and, th- and that might even be on the low end. If we go back to the 1970s, sure. individuals that were middle income were paying over 50% of their money to the federal government. And, you know, we look back on tax rates throughout time, the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Uh, We're at an all-time low we right are, now. We are well over the, since, the, you know, for the last 100 years, we are at uh, the lowest taxes we've seen. And the situation leads to me to believe, although we don't know for sure, Tony, taxes are going up. So what you're doing by taking money out of the 401k or the IRA and shifting it over into the Roth you're paying willfully more taxes today, but at the lower tax rate compared to what it will be in the future. And I could show people down the road over time how much you could actually save by doing this. I recently just did a financial plan for somebody, one of my clients, and we talked about doing a Roth conversion. So I was putting it into a software one night last week. And combined with that and determining where to make their withdrawals over time year by year, from the various accounts that this person had, they were going to save throughout their entire lifetime approximately $1.5 million in federal taxes that they would have saved over their lifetime. I mean, that's an extreme example, but that shows you the power of control, that if you can get a, a, a handle on this and avoid those future higher tax increases on these IRAs and 401ks, what I call kick-the-can-down-the-road accounts, you know, you, this is a way in which more of that money can be kept and kept in your pocket. Well, yeah, and that's that's what we all want to do. And it's funny we're talking about this today because I just found out that my mother-in-law had to pay $11,000 in taxes this year because of required minimum distributions. And that's exactly what you're talking about today. And it, she needed to be working with a better, better financial planner uh, over the years. And she's not. She's not working with you. I wish she was because <laughs> she's in a bad situation now. Well, so let's most Americans that are retired, Tony, are in the 12 percent tax bracket. Number two is the next higher tax bracket, which is now the 22 percent taxes. Required minimum distributions will often move somebody into the next higher tax bracket. Um, I've seen this plenty of times where an individual is in a 12% tax bracket, they're paying relatively low taxes, and all of a sudden they're shocked when they talk to their accountant that they're in a much higher tax bracket. They didn't withhold enough money on their uh, Social Security and so forth. And all of a sudden they're shocked about how much additional money that they have to pay at the end of the year. Now, if they're working with me, I know ahead of time what the situation is and I can forecast that out for them. And also then we can talk about remedies. How do we remedy the situation? Now, by doing these Roth IRA conversions, Tony, we're going to pay more taxes now. Like in, if your, let's say your mother-in-law was working with me, I might say to her, look, if we try to remedy the situation, you're going to pay more in taxes right now. So you might pay 11000 this year. Well, maybe you'll pay more than that next year. But down the road, these taxes if you do nothing, are just going to get more and more and more expensive. We can drop that down the road so that over your lifetime, we can save you a decent amount of money. Um, But I've often seen individuals now, 
go from the 12% to the 22%. But what if then by 2026, taxes go higher back to the prior level of what it was prior to 2018? That 22% tax level will jump to 25%. So somebody in the 12% tax bracket goes to 25, and then they find that they're paying over 100% more in in federal taxes than they had prior to that. And they didn't have the foresight through proper planning to account for that in their retirement thinking. And that's the whole basis Mm. of this. How do we keep them down into a lower tax bracket without them spending less money? I want them to enjoy their retirement. Sure. How How do we best get that accomplished? Well, one of the ways we can do this is through that conversion. But I do want to say one thing, though. The Roth, the Roth IRA. Conversion. That's right. So, But if the older the individual is, the less inclined I am to want to do this for them. Because there's a, a time period that they have to wait until this becomes profitable. So if you've got somebody in their late 70s and they're taking out these required minimum distributions and they're starting to go into that higher next higher level tax bracket, well, mm-hmm. it's probably less taxing for them just to stay the course more times than not. But if you're younger, if you're in your late 60s even, maybe even as much as early 70s, we can still do this. And over time, it can make up, you can profit from this exchange. Wow. Well, and, uh, you know, we hear about Roths, but it, it sounds like they're really advantageous. And I know with a Roth IRA, there are no required minimum distributions. And all the money, the principal and the growth, can come out once you're over 59 and a half, it can come out tax-free. That's right. Is that correct? And some people think, well, I'm just going to convert the whole thing all in one year. And you don't want to do that because you're going to go into a very high tax bracket and it's going to take years longer for this to be profitable for you to make up for that one year you paid a mammoth amount in taxes. So I, I don't recommend that, but systematically over time, like over the next four years, we can convert a, a decent amount out of most individuals IRA or 401k accounts and we can end up saving them, you know, anywhere from 100,000 up to a half a million, depending upon their situation in federal taxes, that one and a half million dollar number. Well, that was an extreme example. Yeah, sure. Well, and, and yeah, you want to be working with a tax professional and a financial a uh, services professional like yourself, an advisor who can look at the big picture and not just look back or right now, but look ahead. And you're looking forward. And I know you work alongside your client CPAs and tax professionals to make sure that they're doing it what's in their best interest so, for now and down the road, right? Yeah. So I am not a CPA, Tony. I've worked with investments over a number of years and I can figure out pretty much what their tax liability is. I have software, but it's only as good as the information that I have at my disposal. So I require, you know, contact with their accounting firm just to make sure is there something I'm missing? You know, maybe there's something they, they missed. They didn't report some income that they had during the course of the year that might throw out my whole calculation. So I want to do that. I do have a CPA firm that I use for questioning that is at my disposal. But if they're not working with that CPA firm, uh, then I want to make sure that I know their situation without a, without any questions. So when I make that recommendation, it's ironclad. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's huge, obviously. And so Roth IRAs are one way uh, that we can, um, you know, avoid the RMDs in that tax situation in retirement. Uh, and a lot of times taxes in retirement can derail people and can derail their retirement. 
Uh, what's another reason or another way our listeners can avoid that, actually? Well, if you're working with a charity or if you gift a decent amount to your church, many people, you know, every Sunday or Saturday, whenever your church service is, will just have a check or they'll give cash to the the church at that point in time. But if you're in retirement, if you're 72 uh, or older and you have an IRA or a 401k account, I would recommend instead of giving cash or just writing out a check each week is give money to that entity or church or charity directly from your IRA account. So you can make a withdrawal from your IRA or 401k. It comes directly to you and that's perfectly fine. But if that money is then therefore used directly to that charity or church, that's 100% dollar for dollar write-off on your taxes. It doesn't get included in your itemizing of your taxes. You don't have to do it through that mechanism. You can just say to the to the government when you do your taxes that that money was given to charity or a church. That's a dollar for dollar write-off on your taxes, even if you do a standard tax deduction. And you can do this up wow. to $100,000 a year per person. So if you have a decent amount of money that you give to a church, you know, if you tithe, this is the way to go about doing it when you're 72. So therefore you have that required minimum tax burden and you're just, instead of gifting that money straight out of after-tax dollars, use it from your IRA and you never pay taxes at all on that money. Wow. Well, and that's, that could be very advantageous. And obviously, I know there are so many of these strategies uh, that you utilize, and and so much of it is based on where an individual is at or a couple is at with their finances. So uh, that's why we're encouraging our listeners to pick up the phone and give you a call and get that second opinion on where they're at, where their 401k is at, uh, where their IRAs are at. Do they need a Roth? Don't they? Do they have one? What type of retirement vehicles and financial vehicles do they have? Maybe they have some they don't need or that are going to cause them some problems down the line, or maybe they don't have what they need. So uh, I think this is a really, really important topic. Is there any other, uh, is there any other way that we can avoid taxes in retirement or at least not have to worry about taxes on RMDs? But usually I recommend the the Roth IRA conversion because most people want to sure. have the ability to use this money in retirement. But let's yeah. let's let's take and I've run into plenty of situations where the person is 100 percent sure I don't need this money. You know, I want to this is a legacy plan. I want to be able to gift this money. And I'm really just focused on how do I do that in as tax friendly a manner as humanly possible. And one of the best ways to do that is through life insurance. Many people will say it, especially when you're in your 70s, I don't need life insurance. That's not something that I really want to be focused on. Well, if we're focused on wealth transfer and preservation, one of the best ways to do this is life insurance. And so what we could do is we could take those 401k IRA withdrawals that would have normally gone into the Roth IRA we pay that tax. We would have paid the tax anyways, moving it into the Roth IRA. But by moving it into a life insurance contract, the death benefit will more than make up for whatever you pay in taxes. And so not only are you being able to now get a tax-free death benefit, so when you do pass away, you're going to be gifting 
to your children, whomever you wish to give this money to a higher amount. But if you set it up properly, let's say you use a certain type of life insurance called an indexed universal life insurance plan, where you have the ability to have this money grow beyond the initial death benefit. If you set it up right, the death benefit will grow over time. And if you link your returns to the stock market, instead of getting a really low fixed interest rate, since interest rates are really low right now, you can really establish a pretty large potential legacy for you for yourself in a life insurance plan, not through the account value, but really through the death benefit, which again, pays more than pays up, makes up for the taxes that you pay. And over time, when you pass away, you should be way ahead with the death benefit in the life insurance contract than if you roll it over into the Roth IRA account. In a Roth IRA account, you can invest in a number of different things. And you could potentially do better than that life insurance contract, but you typically have to take enormous risk in order to do that. And most people in their 70s are not going to want to sit there and, you know, you know, use their Roth IRA as a casino type of, of an account. You want to, <laughs> no. you, you know, if, if somebody wants, especially if they're risk adverse, you could take that money, put it in the life insurance account. That death benefit can, will grow every year. There's a decent increase to your account, to your, um, to the gains that they credit you. And other things that could be useful with this type of life insurance is it could create some form of coverage for long-term care that you can be able to use uh, potentially income tax-free. Also, if you have an emergency, you can be able to use this money. And if you use it for the right purpose, if it's set up correctly, you can pull that money out without ever paying taxes. Um, but it's not going to be the cash value or the account value, as they call it, won't be as great over time as what you could have with the Roth IRA, but that's not the point. The point is right. that death benefit is going to be way larger than your Roth IRA. That is a good tool for somebody who says to, to me, you know what, this money is for my son. I have no interest in using this money, and I also want to reduce my tax burden. Well, that's a perfect way to do that. You have to prove you're insurable because this is a life insurance contract. And assuming that you are, this is a good way in which to reduce your tax liability down the road, pay, have that money go to your heirs tax-free, or it could even go to a charity. And you end up getting down the road a sizable tax advantage by doing so. Sure. Well, and I think that's huge. Now, it's been a great show. We're almost out of time. How can our listeners get a plan in place to deal with this? For callers in uh, Wisconsin, you can call our Lake Geneva number, 262-729-4128. For callers in Illinois, you can call us at 815-331-8096. We can set up a face-to-face meeting in either my Lake Geneva or McHenry offices. We could uh, just have a Zoom meeting. You know, depending on where you're located or if, you know, you're concerned about COVID, we can certainly do it that that way. If you have just basic questions first before you want to decide what you want to do, you can always give us a call. We're here to help. All right. Sounds good. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Kramer Financial Talk with our host, Jim Kramer. Thank you for listening to Kramer Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Kramer at Kramer Investment Services. Call 262-729-4128 
or visit them online at KramerFinancialTalk.com. Fee-based planning and investment advisory services are offered by Kramen Investment Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin and Illinois. Insurance products and services are offered through Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. Kramer Investment Services, LLC, and Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. are affiliated companies. Jim Kramer and Kramer Investment Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representative representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.